Okay, so the context is... We're talking about upgrades. Ryan and I are our, our fetus faces. Our fetus faces. <laughs> because I got, I got carded while trying to get a ticket to upgrade. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, like, like the, the, the cashier at the kiosk, she must have been like 14 or 15. Oh so I must have looked God. like two years older than her. Cause she card, she asked for my ID, and she's like, "Oh yeah, does your ID have your birthday on it?" It's like, "Yeah." It's like, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh okay, well, enjoy the movie." It's like, "Oh no, <laughs> I'm gonna be forever young." So then... I I commented on it, and I was like, "Chris, you and I suffer from chronic fetus face." It's true. People still think I'm in my early twenties, and I'm like, "No, I'm gonna be it's thirty a... in two years." Thanks, though. Uh, it's okay. I'm gonna be it's okay. We 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 will age incredibly what well. What is happening? <laughs> it's okay because at the age of eighteen, I started having gray hair, and now I have mad gray hair in the front of my head. But you know, but that's but, but, and I'm only Andy. I'm not dying my fucking hair. I are you kidding me? The first sign of a gray hair. I'm I'm fucking gone. Listen, if I got any more excuse to rock a full head of gray hair, like <laughs> why why am I gonna deny that? I'll look Here's like the thing. I'm gonna be that old B at like sixty years old that's gonna rock like <sighs> purple hair. Let's be real. I mean that's pretty badass. I'm gonna be that asshole. I'm still, gonna be that like old ass bitch. How's that eighty years old? Sure. It Andy, but all like, I was gonna say is like, it's, a very, hear it's a very though. cool look to have like salt and pepper gray gray hair going on. So I think you're you're fine. None you're of good. us are gonna be able to hear what the other ones are saying though at eighty years old. We're gonna be like, why? <laughs> so are you just assuming that all of us are gonna lose our hearing? Yes. No, I mean no, no. <laughs> well, technology will advance and then we'll help we all have bionic ears. I'm a musician. So we can if hear I'm every a, level, level of the frequency. Chris, Chris, not everyone wants to be a robot. Yeah, I do. I, I want to be a robot. I, I want STEM. I want STEM to be my best see, friend. See, Chris wants to be a robot. I wanna be yeah. Dante. And you I wanna be the be. grandma with the purple hair. Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> all, That's the dream. So what I was saying was there were two nods to James Wan in Upgrade. One was the Stand, hit record. Hit record. <laughs> One hit was, record. The, was the Billy the Puppet on the wall when he was walking through, and the other oh, was... Wait, 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 Billy the Puppet? Went, made, oh Billy the gosh. Puppet was on the wall in the graffiti. And then the uh, other one was when he was looking for which apartment number it was. Apartment 3 said J. Wan, and I was like... Got it. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Come again. Yeah, it was really uh, cute. But of course, I, I, I saw that because I'm insane. But you know, it's fine. What's no, you're just you're just hyper hyper in tune with. Well, with when it comes to Lee Wanell, because of his partnership with James Wan and because of Saw and all that crap, I always look for little nods to each other. And he uses Lee in his movies too, so you know it's not completely unheard now, of. I have another random question for you guys, but. What was your thought on the Halloween trailer? Oh, so dope. I'm so excited. So freaking good. Like, I don't I was know. I, I know that the continuity for this movie is like so many years after the original. It's um, a complete recon. It takes yeah. out like three or four of the sequels. So it's, it's, Which is it's fine. 40 years. It's just, yeah, it's fine. It's 40 years after the original. So it only assumes like the original happened. 
But I'm yeah. completely okay with it. I look. I think it looks great. I mean, I this think... movie looks flat out amazing. My question just the ends. When the fuck did they catch him? In the trailer. Uh, well, I'm sure they'll explain it through flashbacks that we'll never have seen. That's very mm. true. I mean, I mean there's 40 years of all new, you know, Uncharted canon to fill in. Since yeah. Really oh, this movie looks fucking excellent. Plus, they and, uh, did uh, nods to Season of the Witch and all that crap. Or whatever the fuck that I think it's Halloween three. Is it called like Season of the Witch or some shit? I I think I believe you're right. I um, think it is. they have like nods to all of the sequels, literally like scattered throughout that trailer. I just I'm just so happy that John Carpenter is working again. Um, I'm happy that it has absolutely fuck all nothing to do with anything that came after the original. Yep. This is like the <laughs> true sequel. It was 40 years later. That is what mm. I'm excited about. Jamie Lee Curtis just all oh, kicking ass. I love it. Oh. Taking names. And I love yes. how everyone thinks she's a kook. They're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? As she goes to target practice in her backyard. With a fucking shotgun looking like a badass. <laughs> I know. I was excited. Yes. Because I'm, I'm really happy that this ended up being what it looks like it's going to be because the rumors that I heard leading up to this trailer, I was like, oh, God, no, no, no. They're going to completely fucking ruin this and it's going to be terrible. Yeah. It's yeah. a good time for horror. Um, I know. I still have to oh, see Hereditary. It, yeah, that, that came out this weekend as well. And I, I heard good things. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I heard that the hype was like so good, so good, so good. And then a lot of the horror people that I've been talking to, they're like, it's nothing we haven't seen before. And I was like, no. <laughs> that makes me sad so face. sad. Sad face forever. So All right, let's uh let's get Stan into this. Let's start an actual intro. I mean, now we have like. I'm folding my laundry. I'm I'm just letting the podcast happen around me. We have like a good six and a half minutes of shit to get. Well, hey, well, welcome to episode 146. <laughs> we are at minute seven. I'm your host for today, Chris Sampson. Amanda Carasquillo. <laughs> I'm Ryan Marlowe. And I'm Stan Gadurski. Folding folding my laundry. Hi. <laughs> podcast happened without me. Uh, this was a very kidding. this was a very unconventional start to the podcast. So what happened was what they were talking was? about the movie Upgrade, and Ryan was like, "Well, we should be recording this." No, Chris so did just, that, not me. Uh, it's okay. So it was Chris's. I mean, we always we always like. Well, okay. Well, I do. I always forget to start recording, and like some amazing podcast goal happens, and I That's don't have what's running, and it's like, no, it's lost with it to the eighth of times. So I'm not today. Not today. We have Wasabi going. Yeah, Wasabi's going. All right, great. Let's work for me. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Speaking of fetus faces, yes. Andy's the only one with facial hair today. Stan uh, looks quite fresh out of the womb. Got a <laughs> got a job, you know. Got to be. Gotta he, be he's like real baby face today, guys. Hey, what the fuck does that mean? I have a job and I have facial hair. <laughs> but you're not a fetus. <laughs> You're not a fetus. I'm sorry, Andy. You know you what? have gray hairs. You know, oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's mine, Andy's grandpa. Grandpa! I just want you okay. guys to know that I am the youngest out of all of you. No, you're not. I'm 25. Uh, fuck you. No, you're not. Seriously, am I the oldest one here? Hold on, Chris, how uh, the fuck old are you? Uh, I'm 29. 
turned 30 oh, in okay, December. Yes! yes, I'm the oldest one. <laughs> Okay, I feel better. <laughs> but you guys look like the youngest. I know, that's the best yeah. part. Wait, Stan, how old are you? 29, 30. I March. feel like I knew that. I'm okay, not the see, oldest. Great. Chris is the oldest. I am I'm the Chris, oldest. Chris, why are you podcasting from Craven the Hunter's bedroom? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, was, he was just chilling with Squirrel Girl. You yeah, know? I was. I just I broke in and I, I'm taking over these digs. Are you Craven the Hunter? Like, are you. Yes. Actually? Yes. I feel like that I'm is my other part-time Spider-Man. job. <laughs> I feel like I'm partially expecting Spider-Man to like break in and bust you for like a bank robbery. Just like such rich colors in like the frame tiger uh, painting in the background. Can someone yes. screenshot what Chris looks like in that room right now so that that can be the episode card? Yes. Where in the world is Chris in Craven's? Okay, I got it. Dead. Craven's All right. Chris, I hope you're okay with you being the cover art this week. Because... <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, Hello. Okay. Well. Chris, give me a good uh, smile. Give me a good smile. Yeah. That's not a good. All right. That's. It's not a good one, but I'll I'll take it. Yeah. Perfect. Got it. Stan's yep. gonna Photoshop Craven in the background with you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Give, give right. me some Tom Holland. Give me some Tom Hardy. Venom. Just, just put the whole. We're good. All right. Yes. What's going on this week? Well, I think Spider-Man a is a good segue okay, wait, to talk actually, about. Trailers. All right, I'm gonna call an audible. I'm setting a timer here. Five minutes, okay? Yeah. I want to hear everyone's thoughts. I I know you didn't listen, Ryan. Uh, Xbox. Five minutes. Okay? Five minutes. Okay. Just right. scream as much as possible about Xbox in five minutes. All right, go. This was the best Xbox. Uh, E3 conference ever seen. Ryan, yeah. Ryan, Ryan, what was your favorite part about the Xbox conference? What Xbox conference? I mean, like, listen, <laughs> you were in the chat. I was, okay, so Make I was up. out on Long Island listening, like, feeling my phone blow up and then caught up after the fact. I mean, that's your Did fault not. for not muting the group. That's first off. Right, right. Why would I mute our group? I'm with the group, but I keep the notifications so that my phone doesn't buzz like. 30 million times while I'm at work. Ryan, how do you feel about on the train? How, how do you feel about anime being real, Ryan? Real. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you? Anime is NYC, anime in Times Square. I anime did, fighting. I did see the trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 and I showed it to Tom. We're both very listen, excited. He's listen, more excited than Listen. If you guys on SMP want to know what the fuck my reaction was to that Kingdom Hearts trailer, <laughs> Go to my Twitter account and see my conversation with Zach. It's beautiful. It's so good. It's so pure. It is It is the most golden thing. I had managed to message him just as he got to work. And he, he like, stopped to watch that, and we were just discussing it. It was great. We have a friend that's actually at E3, like, right now. And Gasp. Um, she's been tweeting while she's been there, and she tweeted a trailer... That I was about to watch before we started recording, and I haven't had a chance to watch yet. That's <clears throat> a game she's really excited about. So I am slowly catching up over the course of you guys having this discussion. Dying Light 2 looks better than Dying Light 1. Um, Gears of War pop mobile game, um, weird as fuck. Gears of War 4 or 5? 5. 5, yeah. DMC 5? DMC 5? Yeah, him getting the Ragnarok fucking, treatment. Nine, fucking that- Battletoads? Fucking Battletoads. I'm glad Devil May Cry is a sequel, not another reboot or prequel. 
Finally. I, I mean, I would not complain to a sequel to DMC. That game was great. I w I'm so peeved at the trailer. It, like, panned out, so we didn't get that a close-up shot of Dante and his cycles. Like, why would you close? No. Just... I want Dante in my face. Um, Nero Automata coming to Xbox One, which is super important because everyone should play that game. Tales of Vesperia re-release. Uh, that better be on PlayStation. Stan, I just want you to know that Namco Bandai actually tweeted about that game coming to PS4 and Steam, and they deleted the tweet right before the, the video. It, it, it must be on the Sony conference then. So it's when, definitely... Listen, when you're listening to this podcast, E3's over. But when we're recording it, it's just it's post Xbox, pre Bethesda. So that's why we're getting our five minute hot takes out of the way. Two minute warning, by the way. Fallout Fallout seventy six looks great. Can't wait to see more of it tonight. Surprise! Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh my god! Dropped. Oh, so that good. was that'd amazing. Great. Holy shit! This would be great. Yes. Witcher um, three was awesome. So I can't wait for the next thing. Uh, new gameplay. Uh, in-engine trailer for Metro Exodus. I'm so excited because I'm listening to the audiobooks right now and very... Oh, it looks, looks so good. Halo Infinite? What the fuck? <laughs> Too many Halos. Um, I mean, they, they literally just threw a name at us and was like, yeah, well, we're not talking about that tonight. I heard it takes place 40 years after the first Halo and they retconned all the other I hear, Halos. And I hear Master that Chief that is game... Jamie Lee Curtis. I actually... <laughs> <laughs> I heard that that game takes place <coughs> infinitely after Halo 1. Uh, uh, played by oh, Lee new Curtis. Tomb Raider looks good. I, I, I like it. Yeah, she's going to finally be a Tomb Raider after three she's games. She's going to raid some Tomb. Like some Aztec Mayan tombs and Cosmic I just, Blood. And I like the... Um, One can hope. I like the face paint. I don't know if it's going to be like some Snake Eater, like camouflage stuff going on, but that that would be interesting if they do that. There's some Day of the Dead uh, mask wear going on. There's that game Tunic. That shit looks pretty pretty interesting. It's that like overhead Zelda-esque looking game, but it looks pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there, there's that Life is Strange DLC with the kid as playing like Calvin Hobbes superhero imagination stuff. I that looks really cute. Mm -hmm. Which is actually which is which is free in 17 days or 13 days. Um, I think Ten that seconds. was in Xbox. Yeah, it's a, we covered the whole thing in five minutes. We're consummate professionals. It's great. So basically, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this. I I would like to just duly note that the first time we ever covered E3, it took us like six hours and now we're covering it five in five minutes, minutes. all right basically <laughs> what's gonna happen is that zach is gonna cover the square enix on um the conference on chaos which is gonna air after this podcast probably friday or the following wednesday and then you're gonna get our e3 special after that and it's gonna be a little bit more comprehensive but i just wanted us to be able to scream about it for five minutes i'm i'm probably gonna cover um a little bit of Sony in my YouTube channel, so I'll have that. Sweet. And uh, plug your channel, man. Well, where, 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 where can people find it? Uh, Tuna Gaming on YouTube. All right, now that Hell that's yeah. now that that's over, I have a question for everybody. What is what is the worst Disney movie out of these three? Snow White, Cinderella, or Frozen? Why are you giving two? <laughs> That's not fair, Stan. You see, that's not. I don't know why you hate Frozen so much, but you leave Elsa alone. Confession, Yo, the storyline for Kingdom Hearts Frozen looks so fucking good. I was shitting on Frozen being like the crappy world, and then I like started watching the trailer, and I'm like, Yo, but I, I want to know. For that 
looks awful. Fucking ice dragons. What is wrong with you? I'm not talking uh, about Kingdom Hearts. Is it bad that about... I haven't seen Frozen? No, it's good. You're, always, you're good. I always see like clips and bits in like the last like 10, 15 minutes of it. You're good. Mo um, Moana's the I better. I want you to know that I saw Frozen in theaters, so don't judge me. Moana is a better movie about um, female empowerment. I am all. Is Moana it also bad so that I was way more excited great. about the bits and pieces of Wreck-It Ralph in the Kingdom Hearts trailer? And plus the actual Wreck-It or, or Ralph Breaks the Internet trailer looks amazing, so I'm really excited about that. Anyway, no one answered my question. Snow White, Cinderella, or Frozen? Which one's the worst? I'm not answering it. I plead the fifth. Why? <laughs> Because she's going to say something that you don't like. What What don't I like? I played the fucking fifth. I want to hear what I'm not going to like. I'm probably... I am probably. played the fucking fifth. Come on, Ryan. You play, play with up. us here. Right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <clears throat> I grew up on the original Snow White and Cinderella, so they hold special places in my heart as, like, childhood memories. And I can't shit on Frozen because... There wasn't really anything wrong with that movie. So there 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 is no which one's worse in my eyes because they're all pretty fucking great. I have a new newfound well, appreciation for Cinderella because in the the, the Wreck It Ralph trailer, she breaks her glass sl slipper and makes it to a shiv. And I love that. That's awesome. Wait, what? Have you I have you not seen the Wreck It Ralph? I've never even Ralph seen the movie, so no, oh, I haven't so watched it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Okay. So, uh, so uh, Ralph is like a he's like a Donkey Kong analog character, <laughs> character, and he and uh, like him and his friend go into the interweb, and they end up in Disneyland World on the interwebs, and then uh, what's her name, Vanellope? She she accidentally stumbles into a room full of Disney princesses. It's like everyone's there, and they're all they all like get surprised, and they're all brandish weapons. And Cinderella literally takes off her glass slipper, smashes it, and makes it to like a shiv. And it's like, oh, that's so cool. Okay, again, still can't say anything bad about Cinderella in that respect. Then, so you know, it's, yes, it's, yes. it's a lose-lose lose situation I, for you. In I that just respect. want you to know. I want you guys to know that if Cinderella was placed in a hostile situation. I mean, she just turned her fucking shoe into a weapon, so... Yes, yes. deal. It's so good. Survival I instincts. that Cinderella all the time. <laughs> anyway, they're all, like they're, they're, all, they're all bad, is the answer. <laughs> no! I feel like in a dystopian apocalyptic scenario with Disney princesses, someone needs to write that and make that happen, because I want to see which bitch I mean, survives. I mean, the clear winner is going to be Sora with his keyblades. Everybody dies except for Moana and Mulan. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. Mulan saved all of China. You can't... <laughs> and, 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 and all of China to I fall asleep and I hope someone kisses me or I hope okay, no, no, she dies there. first she dies first because she missed how well if we're going by the original fairy tale she missed so much of her life that like she wouldn't be able to function she'd probably off herself not to mention the fact that she had a baby in her sleep Ariel so, doesn't know what feet are that's another <laughs> one <laughs> No, but she does. At the end of the movie, she's back on land. Unless Belle again, has you go. Stockholm syndrome. She's out. Oh, uh, so no, it doesn't have Stockholm syndrome. Belle does, but Belle is a resourceful human being. That's what I said. Belle's Belle smart. Oh, I thought you said that. Okay. Belle's smart. smart. She's not street smart. I mean, uh, clearly not as street smart as Cinderella. She got kidnapped for that yeah, whole movie. Cinderella's she's the. Smart. She's the sleeper. <laughs> sleeper hit. <laughs> 
She's the one no one would expect to have, like, the street smarts. Yeah, and she has a fair godmother to, like, clean things up if things go really south. I'm just, now I'm imagining her having fairy godparents, like, like, uh... Like, like fairly odd parents. Oh, yeah. Elsa's an X Man. I'll give that to her. She can, she can. She has ice powers. That's fine. Um, yeah. So basically, Elsa, Mulan, and Moana. Everyone else dies in the apocalypse. Why? Tiana has an alligator. Who? Tiana. Oh, oh, oh I didn't. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Oh, okay. Peter Pan has an Bitch alligator. Bitch has a fucking too. alligator. I think she there? survives too. Meredith, you have a pet badass. She's basically wait, 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 wait. Meredith, is yeah. like the green arrow. Yeah, Meredith can <laughs> kick MC Brave. Anyway, this was not about wait, all Where's the General Leia? General Leia is also a Disney princess. She and she's, needs to summon. And she's force sensitive. Yes. She'll just fly and like shoot up force lightning and stuff. That'd be great. You're all fucked. <laughs> All right, so like Leia would be more like an admiral. Mulan would be like the general. <laughs> admiral Organa. Admiral Organa. All right, I'm I'm done with this discussion. Let's move on. It took way too long. This is what happens when you try to make me choose. Okay, I said I plead the fifth. It's okay. Should we we spent five minutes on E3, so we could have ten minutes of this this my, princess conversation. My ulterior motive for bringing this up was because I've been playing a lot of Birth by Sleep, and the Snow White and Cinderella worlds are like the worst worlds in Kingdom Hearts series. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. No. They're the oh. worst. Andy, your hot take. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they're the worst. Um, also, also one of my least favorite worlds is from. Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, fucking Notre Dame. And which one oh, is that one? I'm pretty sure it's Kingdom Hearts 3D. Uh, okay. Oh no, actually it's Birth by Sleep. No, I don't think it is unless they it shows up in the, in the secret ending or something because I've been through that whole game twice already and there's no... no it, so it must be Dream Drop. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to play that level then. <laughs> Maybe it is in Dream Drop actually. I think it is. Did we have any, I don't know. Did we have any news? That was technically news. Spider-Man uh, Spider into the into the Spider-Verse. Yes, yes, that trailer was so good. I'm very excited. I'm actually really um, excited to go see it. Yeah, I, I want I want everyone to go see it in theaters. Visually, visually it looks impressive. They have Miles and Gwen in there and Peter's a bum, which adult Peter should be a bum. I I just love the interaction between Miles and his dad. It's just so hilarious uh yeah top quality family family good times i've seen uh comparisons to to them and like that cop from uh cloudy with a chance of meatballs i'll, I'll send you guys oh, the, yeah the meme. yeah that totally makes sense but, like it's crazy they they like they look exactly alike so they were saying that that's like the grown-up version of it extended universe conferred i've never seen that either the first one is good. I don't remember seeing if I ever saw the second one. I never saw it. Mm, I, never, I haven't seen the second one. There was a lot of trailers this past year. Halloween, we talked about that. That's um, right. Can't think oh, of any. Okay, I'm drawing, I'm drawing a major That's point. fine. Anyway. Move on. Moving on. Spider-Man just looks great. Huh. Long overdue. Somebody Speaking of Spider-Man, that's a good segue to Spider-Man issue 800. That came mm -hmm. out. God. So I... I so, uh, you guys have been talking about all week, and I've been way behind on Spider-Man. So what's... I mean, I know it's like a, it's issue 800, but is there, what's going on 
in the world of Spidey. That's uh, Green Goblin comes back with the Carnage symbiote. Yeah, so Norman what? Norman Osborn, oh basically what happens, I, I'm not following Spider-Man, but from what I understand, is Norman Osborn becomes sane. Like, he loses the insanity, and so he's no longer able to become the Green Goblin. And so he's basically got performance issues, you know? So... So there's there was like a whole arc in Spider-Man where Norman Osborn, as regular ass Norman Osborn, tries to take Peter Parker out and he can't do it. So now he's like, okay, I got to get the insanity back because trying to do it, it as Norman is not cutting cutting the whatever whatever that saying is. So he decides to take the Carnage symbiote and bond with it, and he becomes the Red Goblin. And then he decides to fuck everything up. I haven't. I, I literally only picked up issue eight hundred. I didn't, uh, I didn't read. Basically did Look at this same. awesome uh, variant, though. Who who did the oh, art? Hold on. It looks really dope. Uh, Mobius. Cool. It's neat. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, Andy. This is uh my awesome variant. Yo. Nice. Wait, that looks like freaking Spider Man. That looks awesome. Yeah, I I thought it looked really dope, and I was like, I need to pick up a dope ass variant for this. Yeah, but there were some some hype ass scenes. Um. <laughs> Harry Osborn's son also got the Carnage symbiote, um, and he's like ten. No, what? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm just surprised he, that Harry Osborn is still alive. He goes, he goes to kill Aunt May, and um, May was saying how like she's baked cookies for him and did all these other things, and his response to that is, "You baked them with raisins, so you deserve to die." Oh uh, no. <laughs> so it's like the Red Goblin and his grandson, and they're both. Carnage is and they're messing stuff up and Carnage is basically trying to the Red Goblin is basically trying to kill everybody that Spider-Man is close to so Aunt May, Mary Jane, um who else? Oh and uh Jameson fucked up and revealed that Spider-Man is Peter Parker to the public so uh to the Goblin not the public. Nobody uh, only only oh, Norman I thought, knows. I thought everyone knew. No. Aunt May, oh, Aunt May so. doesn't know that that Somehow, some way, even though the Red Goblin has come to kill Aunt May, doesn't put two and two together to figure out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man still at this at this point. Um, so, Jameson uh, like realizes his fuck up and he deduces that Venom is Eddie Brock, and he gets Eddie Brock to help out Spider-Man. And, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Eddie Brock is Venom again. I forgot. I yes. forgot that happened. So, yep. um, <laughs> I. W- has he has he been like good? I, I mean, I, I don't know. Eh, I don't know. I'm not following that crap. He's yeah. I don't. I, I, I was really digging. I'm the, gonna like, say Venomous, no. The space cop. I'm gonna say no because um, Spider-Man was like ready to start fighting Venom, and then he realized Venom was on his side. He was like, oh, all right, whatever. Because it's 1994 and, again. Yeah. And I mean, Eddie Brock's secret identity was not so good. It was like, what was it? Sim? Mr. Sim or some shit? Yeah. Mr. Mr. Sim. Sim is just like alias. <laughs> Mr. Sim. And, <laughs> and that's what Jameson, like, you, your last name was what? Beot? And, oh, uh, God. Uh, so uh, cringe. Um, <laughs> but Spider-Man gets the uh, the Venom suit back, which is fucking dope. Yeah, because Eddie Brock is like, you, you're going to need a symbiote to fight a symbiote. So he relinquishes Venom and then Venom and Peter bond again. Is it the same classic one yep. or is it like a slightly different? Oh, it's the same. same. No, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's like back in black again. And mm-hmm. um, 
Car- uh, Red Goblin tries to kill Aunt May, but then Dr. Octopus shows up because he's superior octopus now. So he's basically superior Spider-Man, but he's got a green costume and his like uh, octopus arms again. And he's like, you don't touch this woman. And he almost sacrifices himself to save her. He does save her, but he doesn't die. And he's basically like, you know, I can't do anything about it because I still have a lot of your memories peter parker so like even though he wants to be a bad guy he kind of can't be a bad guy and uh spider-man basically tells him that like just off of this deed of saving aunt may like peter no longer considers him a villain and he was like from here on out like we can either be friends or if you want to be enemies again we could do that yeah he's like the you basically wipe the slate clean like what do you whatever you do next is up to you and then he like leaves and yeah. Pretty cool. cool. Yeah, there were a lot of like really amazing moments in this issue. Yeah. And then you said is this, is Dan Slott hanging up his writing? Yeah, years, so the next he... issue 801 is going to be Dan Slott's last issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Oh. Yeah. Dude, who's taking over? I don't know. I have no fucking clue. Um mm-hmm. apparently I I suppose they have somebody since I <laughs> I'm assuming they're going to do 802, right? Like in a month from next week or something but um anyway issue 800 basically ends with um both of them discarding the symbiotes and then just fighting hand to hand like in Times square (laughs) and um uh, peter attacks the carnage symbiote because he doesn't want to bond with norman again but then it it fucks them both up because they're bonded and it basically wipes norman's brain and he like gets rewritten as like cletus cassidy or something and then they take him away oh so I guess we'll see what happens. It's it's never the end. It, they keep I can't I lost track of how many final battles Norman and Peter well, had. Norman and Peter, I don't I don't know if you know this, but there's like this thing that every 100 issue of Spider-Man, it's a big ass fight between Green Goblin and Spider-Man always. So we can expect some big event to happen in issue 900, Ugh. which is like round 9 fight years away. <laughs> 900. <laughs> I can't. It's wild. Um, so I tried looking up to see who's taking over for Dan Slott, but I do not see this. But I do see that Dan Slott left Amazing Spider-Man to start writing Iron Man. Well, that's cool. So. Andy, uh, who would be your dream uh, creative team for, like, issue 802? Oh, God. Hold on. The, the guy that wrote Hydra Captain America is the one that's taking over Spider-Man. Oh, what? Spencer? Yeah. No. What? Uh, I don't know yeah. how I feel about this. No. It's he mixed ruined Cap. <sighs> what? You guys don't sound yep. very happy about yep. that. Yep, Nick, Nick Spencer. You're right, Andy. Uh, Mr. Hydra. Uh, Hail Hydra, Captain America. It's taking over Spider-Man. Okay, so Spidey's secretly Hydra as well. Uh, 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 <laughs> Actually, Spider-Man was the villain the whole time. Jonah was yes. right. Yes, Jonah was right. <laughs> um, well, on some good news about that though, uh, Ta- Ta-Nehisi Coates is taking over Captain America starting July fourth. Oh, nice. oh shit! The Black Panther writer, yeah, he's taking over Cap, so that should be interesting. Is uh, isn't Black Panther one of the the canceled um series? Well, it was. It was like. It was. It was a. Uh, it wasn't the main Black Panther series that was. Canceled. Oh, the sub Black. Okay. Like, yeah, uh, but 
the the main one's still going. World of Wakanda on. got canceled. That's right. That's oh, that was it. Yeah. They're I think they're rebooting uh, Black Panther because apparently. In the comics, they find out that Wakanda is like a whole planet or something, and so Black Panther goes to space to like <laughs> rule, rule over space Wakanda. Space Wakanda which sounds pretty neat. Um, but yeah, comic books. So comic they keep books. coming. You can't stop them. I mean, there's all comic books are second acts. It's, it's weird because this is nature. the very first time in a long time that we have like talked about uh, a Marvel situation that was like. Mm. Until eight oh two, and then we'll. Until eight oh two, goes downhill from there. But yeah. Oh no 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 no. Okay, Peter Parker wasn't a Hydra agent. The spider that bit him. Was the Hydra. big the big thing. <laughs> yeah yeah. The spider was Hydra. You would pull some that was actually that was actually the Red Skull the whole time. Yes. Oh my god. god. And the spider the spider has like a genetic time bomb that goes off, and then the Red Skull. His consciousness starts taking over Peter, and then that's yeah, that's the cliffhanger for eight oh two. Superior Spider-Man two? Question mark. <laughs> yes. Yes. You forgot. You forgot the big death that happened in eight hundred, though, Andy. Do you remember? Uh, I do not. It's been like two weeks since I read this issue. Flash Thompson, Agent Anti Venom. He goes down. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, what? He goes down, stopping, helping Peter stop. Um, oh. But it, it it ends in this really nice moment because Flash finds out that Peter's Spider Man, and they have this nice moment where they're like, you know, I was your, I was a bully to you, but now you're my hero. And then Peter's like, No, you're my hero. And, and yeah, it's oh, a nice moment. Um, Does it end in like a predator, like muscle pumping handshake? I wish. No, uh, there is this really like funny moment where it goes to like the hospital, and they're like, "Is Flash, Flash is a hero, but he got no legs." Just like, <laughs> what does that mean? What? <laughs> that. It was like a really weird moment. Uh, uh, I had to stop and just like. Andy, what? you just blue screened my head. I don't know how to respond. Uh, That's how comics. I felt when I read it. Yeah. Uh, so pretty good. I don't. I don't follow Spider Man, but I popped in literally just for this issue, and I was like pleasantly surprised about. I mean, how... I stopped reading Amazing Spider Man like maybe twenty something issues in, and uh. I popped in this. This is like 35 technically in the new Amazing Run, or or like 40, some shit like that. But it's pretty good. Yeah. Sorry to hear that Dan Slot's leaving. Yeah, but he's been writing since at least 700. So he's yeah. been like a hundred some odd at least issues of Spider-Man. That's a lot. That's a lot of issues. Time to go on to Iron Man. Iron Man. What's going on, in Iron Man? The last Don't thing ask. I who cares? No, no. no. Okay. Mary, Mary Jane works for Tony Stark, who oh. died in Civil War Two, but didn't die, and now he's back because that's what happens. He was an AI for a little bit, also, but he's not anymore, or I don't think he is because he was an AI helping Riri, who's Ironheart, who took over Iron Man, and then Doctor Doom became Iron Man, infamous Iron Man. You all know how I feel about that. He is almost about to be Doctor Doom again because yes, um, okay. he I think helped um, he's helped Thing and Flash and a different universe's Mister Fantastic fight a version of Doctor Doom who is also Galactus, and <laughs> the, the fight left him scarred and he returned to Latveria to see it in ruins and I think now he's gonna be like pissed and he's gonna go back to being Doctor Doom. 
So basically, they did the same thing they did with Eddie Brock, where they just retcon like this nice growing arc. Yeah. And they were like, nah, fuck it, they're evil again. Same thing happened with Lex Luthor. Apparently, he's he's leading the Legion of Doom. So years and years and years <sighs> of character development starting in Forever Evil. And he, now he's he's chilling with the Joker again. Ridiculous. Yeah, right. And then, oh, this is just popped in my head. I thought this was stupid. Um, Stan, you might have feelings about this. But yeah, like, Logan's coming back to comics, and they gave him a new power. And now he has flaming claws. Like, his his bones, like, heat up, and they spew flames. It's like, that's the new No, new that's like the no. most 90s yeah. ass thing I've ever heard in comic books. Yeah, oh, extreme. He has claws, and now they're flame claws. It's like... How did they how, justify how the, how that? that? I don't know. I don't know. I just and now the other thing is now that all new Wolverine is over. Laura is going back to being called X twenty three, which is like the name that the facility gave her instead of giving her a real name. So I don't know why she'd be like, I I grew up, I became Wolverine, I destroyed everyone in the facility, but I'm gonna take their name again and be an X twenty three. My if you're gonna. If uh, if if, you, if she's gonna relinquish or not, she's being forced out of the mantle. Yes, just she give is. her like a, a new, just give her something that's not X twenty three. Because like that's, I mean, how many related to it? It doesn't matter. We still like even in this universe, we have like three different Spider Man. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why like, we couldn't have under two the mantle Wolverine. of Spider Man. So why not have two Wolverines? Oh, this makes sense. I mean, stupid. It's stupid. Gabby, Ugh. who's a clone of Laura, took up the name Honey Badger, which is awesome. So why couldn't they it make up awesome. a, a cool new hero name at least for Laura? Why does she go back to being X-23, which is a letter and a number? I think because X-23 is the most commonly known. So, But it's I think it's dumbest. stupid. I think it's Terrible. stupid. Terrible idea. I'm not going to um, follow is this, X-23. Is this, a Logan? is this Logan from Earth-616? Yeah, this is yes. this is real ass Logan. Oh, because I know like one of the Logans died and they merged the universe. I don't. He died. Know. He died and then he's back again. And old man Logan is still there. So they're so, both. So where's can can I get the issue that we're missing where they like collect all the Dragon Balls and and reset these everything with Shenron? Well, they're like, they're called the Infinity Stones in this one, Andy, and and Wolverine has one of them. And it's some tie-in with the Infinity War movie. I don't know. Nobody follows this crap. No one knows what's going on. I don't even think Marvel knows what's going on with the comic books right now. Is that why they ignore them? Basically. They ignore us, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, well, that was that was Marvel rant number probably it was like supposed 40. to be a positive segment. That failed. Amazing Spider-Man issue 800. Pick it up. It's really fucking good. It's cool. Don't pick up anything else. You'll need nothing else. Just 800. Maybe maybe 801. Maybe 801. Right, maybe 801. Don't even get 799. Forget that. It's, it's too late. We're gone. <laughs> we passed it by. It's over. You go to your LCS, you're going to ask for it. They're going to be like, we don't have it. It's sold out. And don't get it through Comixology either. Like I said, it's over. Don't pay 399 for a two-month-old comic book. Just don't do it. It won't make sense in five years anyway. Just move that's on. True. That's very true. <laughs> that's very true, because in five years, Norman's going to be back to being the Green Goblin somehow. Yeah, he'll be Green Goblin 2 again for no reason. Harry will be Green Goblin 2. They'll both be Green Goblin 2, sharing the same universe, 
for no Normie, reason. Normie will be Green Goblin 3. GG. The fa the, the, just being part of the family business. Stanley Osborne, who is real. Cletus, Cletus Stanley, Cassidy will Stanley somehow... Osborne. Go ahead about Cletus. I'm going to talk about Stanley Osborne in one second. Go ahead. Cletus, Cletus Cassidy will somehow be back as Carnage. Stanley Osborne, Harry's second child, who is an infant, will be... Green Goblin, I, 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 I. What do they call a duty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a baby. And, he doesn't know Roman numerals. They didn't teach him that yet. Andy, you just you just unlocked the next zombies mode. It's just a horde of goblins. Uh, this is terrible. I'm ashamed that we've talked about this for this long. Let's move on to the next topic. Is there a next topic or are we done? Uh, I think solo? all of us have seen Solo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're... Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so like Ryan, I was uh, I was uh, surprised by your reaction. So on the on the group chat the other day, he said, "Well, uh, I just saw Solo." So yeah, that was it. That was my reaction when I walked out of the theater. I went into that movie with no reaction whatsoever, like no expectations whatsoever. Granted, I did the same thing to Rogue One, and I was pleasantly surprised. Whereas when I saw Solo, don't get me wrong, I was extremely entertained. Uh, I was definitely laughing. I thought that there were a lot of good moments. Uh, Daniel, Donald Glover as Lando was A+. Uh, I don't think he stole any part of the movie away from Han, which was great. I don't think we need a Lando spinoff. I hear one more rumor about that. I think we do, but right okay. No, we don't. We don't. You really don't. You got Lando, because I don't think that there's anything Listen. else. Lando Calrissian is the fucking man with the goddamn plan. But if he's not, and, 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 and he's a closet full of fabulous cloaks. I wanted that issue so badly, oh Stan, so fucking badly, and I didn't buy it, and I kind of regret it. But if it. he's not, but if he's not with someone like Han, or I'll just say it, if he's not with Han, is he really that interesting of a character? Like sitting, watching him at a poker table, like I thought that was funny because they knew Han was going to come up and they were going to have that banter back and forth. Unless they're going to have the Han and Lando like bromance adventures, I don't really see it being successful. That's that that's what the movie's actually going to be called: Han and Lando, <laughs> Han and Lando's bromance adventures. Like, because Lando is pansexual, so it, he is. Uh, that's fine. I I just I guess I was uh, a it's little space, underwhelmed when I left. It's space is pansexual. No, I just I think I was just a little like underwhelmed when i left the theater i was like all right i just saw solo like it was fun and it was entertaining but then i was just sort of like eh, okay i saw it i'm done that was just sort yeah, of right, my right. i actually i actually do agree like i I, saw it, like, I really really enjoyed rogue one much more than solo yeah not, not not to not to completely like shit on solo there are really great moments no that, no no, like, no this movie yeah. this, the, 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 i here's the thing is i love what they're doing with these star wars stories they're they're filling in the universe that we all sort of grew up with in their own way and it doesn't take away from anything that we've seen so far it it's, only, it's like, also interesting that they add stuff that like we wouldn't have thought about so like exactly like how how like Han Solo and Lando took down this like agency that worked for Darth Maul. Right, and so, now like, the whole comment of I won that ship fair and square in a game, like now we have like we've seen that. We've seen how he won it. We've seen the, the parsec 
whole shenanigans like i did this in 12 part like we got all that now and that just makes the rest of the universe like that much better when you listen to all that stuff but i was just sort of just like oh, okay i saw it and i'm okay with it i want to see more from the universe i want more of these star wars stories but i just i didn't run out of there screaming like oh my god it was amazing or oh my god it was shit i was just like yeah i saw it that was it stan what did you do um <laughs> why just in life <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I heard the uh the the sirens. Oh. Yeah, no. Um so I agree, Ryan. Um I I thought it was entertaining and I feel that the Star Wars lore is richer for the movie's existence, but it obviously didn't completely blow me away. I think the I think it did a really good job of confirming three different things in canon. One, Sabak as a as a card game that everyone plays in the galaxy that you don't normally see. Terrace Kasi as a viable martial art in the galaxy, and that Darth Maul survived Phantom Menace. Those are the Darth Maul. Those are the three yes. most important things that they they need they needed to get across, and I'm glad that they did because they're all fundamental parts of the Star Wars lore that never gets brought up outside of the expanded universe so that's that's great there is a sabak card game that now you can buy at walmart so they won star wars has won because now we now we have a physical version of sabak which existed in all the knights of the old republic games that bioware made and now is real so i'm happy about that and now we can be all swath swimmers with hidden <laughs> card yeah. devices in our sleeves and then does does walmart also sell the card device <laughs> Yes, they it should. They, they I wonder if it comes in the board game. Like somebody gets it. Um, and now it Star- also tied into uh, shit. I think mm-hmm. it was either the most recent Star Wars movie or it was Rogue One. They mention the organization that Kira worked for. Oh, Cr- uh, Crimson Crimson Dawn. Yeah, there was a nod to that too, which ties into the whole shenanigans too. Which again, all of this is nice. I just didn't run out of there screaming at the top of my lungs, either positively or negatively. Also, Star Wars Masters of Terrace Cosmic PS1 is now officially canon. It, it's happened. <laughs> happened all all these years of waiting a gamorian pig beat the shit out of luke skywalker it happened i had the game oh my god i do i will say that coming out of that instead of seeing a lando movie i would love and i know everyone wants to see one or maybe not everyone but people i talk to want to see one I would love to see an Obi Wan movie. Yes, I really is exactly what my point is. Yes, Obi is going to to be the thing that happens. And I want an Obi Wan Darth Maul rematch. Let's do it. The whole reason why the only the only thing that they're I think what they're trying to do with these Star Wars stories are like trying to stay away from like the Jedi and give give other like heroes uh, a shot in the uh, like in the spotlight but i think a obi-wan kenobi movie is much fucking needed i think it kenobi, really is i think we need that i do i think a kenobi movie is exactly what we're building up towards because the whole reason why darth maul is alive is because he hated obi-wan so much that he couldn't die after he got <laughs> cut in half that is literally what happens ryan oh my god that no, is, that's Please canon it happens no, in the clone no, wars no, no, yeah no, the no, no. tv show and reiterated in no. rebels 
Darth Maul got cut in half in the end of Phantom Menace, fell into a reactor and didn't die because he hated Obi-Wan so goddamn much for cutting him in half that he sustained his body and then got robot legs. And that's why you see him I will say he does legs. have my favorite lightsaber. I, I want you guys to know that I am happy that we got Maul in this movie. And he also says more words in this movie than he did in The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Yeah. Did he say anything in The Phantom Menace? I don't remember him saying. He said he said nothing in The Phantom Menace. That is my right, point. Right. That's what I'm saying. No, I think he said. Didn't he say like now is the time to fuck him up or something? <laughs> like, right, he always says like, like, like yes, my master or something like that. I, I could have sworn he was like now is the time to just really fuck him all up, <laughs> fucking kill those Jedi's. I'm looking it up right now. Sidious. My God, Stan. No, no, no. Is there something that tells you you got some fantastic ADR? (laughs) He says 31 words in The Phantom Menace. Okay. 31 words. So how many many words does he say in Solo? More than that. Wait. Hold on. I don't Where know. Where is his quote? He's like, okay, uh, so yeah, Kira, so we'll be working goes, more closely with each other. Says, at last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have a revenge. So literally he says, we're going to fuck him up. I'm going to show up and I'm going to just fucking kill him. And then Obi-Wan kills him or tries to. And then Darth Maul gets so pissed because he said at last we will have a revenge. He didn't get his revenge. He wants his revenge. And that's why we're going to get Kenobi because that's how Darth Maul's story ends. He's got to fight Kenobi in a rematch. And Kenobi, Obi-Wan's got to Fuck him up real bad again. Cut him down, down this way. This Here, time. Not, yeah, bisect him, bisect him, bisect him, and then he'll show Freeze up like time. Cyborg Superman, half his body uh, in the other direction is all is all robotics. He's got to cut him up like Frieza. Just so I have found him. the entirety of his thirty-one words on the interwebs. It okay, was his Ryan, entire give conversation. Us your best Darth Maul impression. Oh. No. no, it please. was his. It, it, no. it was his no. whole conversation with Darth Sidious. That was, oh. uh, that was it. That was his entire. That was all that he spoke in Phantom Menace. Funny, pals, pals. Uh, funny if we story. have a Patreon, if you pay ten dollars, you can have Ryan say uh-huh. Darth Maul lines. Fuck That's- that! They're gonna need more than ten dollars oh. to get me to do that. So funny. I, I looked up how many words does Darth Maul say in Solo, and I found this funny article that says that he spoke. 27 words less than Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 1 in The Phantom yeah. Menace. Yeah. <laughs> so Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first Terminator movie only said 58 words. Yeah, and it's only one line. It's like, where is Sarah Connor? <laughs> and where I'll, be Sarah Connor? I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> Does that count? Did they just recycle that? Like, I thought, I thought he said, say, like, he said, I'll be back. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he said, at last we will reveal ourselves to Sarah Connor. At last we will have our revenge. No, there was no, also that really there was also that really funny scene in Terminator 1 where he knocks on the door, the lady answers the door, he's like Sarah Connor, and she's like, Yes, and then he blasts her away oh, with yeah, a that's right. gun and leaves. Terminator 1 was pretty good. That was a good movie. Uh, um, so does that make Kira Disney's first evil Disney princess? Yes. Is she I'm a Disney princess? She leads the Crimson. Skies or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. Crimson Dawn. Yeah. Crimson Dawn. I, it kind of it left on a huge like cliffhanger it. with her and um with everybody, and that's why I'm saying it's gonna pick up in Kenobi. That's yeah, crazy. that's the only thing that like that kind of left me like okay, they opened this door, but like here's my theory, and I, I I told this theory to Chris, and I think that um Darth Maul and Kira took control of um. Crimson Empire, what is it called? 
Christmas. Christmas. Oh my God. I, I, remember, I can never remember. Darth Maul, so so Darth Maul created or he's a master of Terrascasi, right? PS1. It's canon, right? He's a master of it. He taught Kira Terrascasi. That's how that's how um she killed Scar, whatever that dude's name was, right? She she killed Vision. Oh, that was Vision? Was Paul Bettany. Yeah, that was Vision, Paul Bettany. I'm so sorry. I didn't even notice Stan, that. I, I said I purple? said he was Vision in the Facebook chat. He's not purple. <laughs> anyway. I mean, he looked pretty fucking purple with all that shit on anyway, his face. I'm not gonna that's how Hero was able to kill him is with Terrace Kasi, which Darth Maul trained her. And so I feel like the reason why they took control of Crimson Skies is so that they... <laughs> Crimson Dog, motherfucker! No, no, no. I want Stan to change the name every single time. No, the reason why they took control of it... Crimson Dog, motherfucker! The reason, why they, the reason why they took control of Crimson Lake is so that they can get intel because they're a criminal <laughs> enterprise. They needed intel so that Darth Maul can find out where Obi-Wan is. And he's going to find out that he's on Tatooine, which is where um, the guy from Cheers led Solo to at the end. And he's like, Tatooine, you're going to find Jabba the Hutt or something. What the he's fuck? going to Tatooine. They're going to Tatooine because Darth Maul wants to find Obi-Wan because he wants to finally kill him. So you think okay. Obi-Wan... The Obi-Wan movie is going to be like a solo sequel? No, I think basically they're going to be they're, they're going to be supporting characters. That's what I think. I think Ewan McGregor is going to come back as Kenobi. He's going to be the main character, but he's going to meet Solo and everybody and it's going to sort of be a continuation of the solo story, but I think it's going to be a Kenobi like Do do we get Liam Neeson back? Oh no, he died. As, Never mind. As a force ghost. Wait, he can come back as a yeah, force ghost. He could be a force ghost. Force. I mean, it happened in. He's supposed, happened to, with Yoda. he's supposed to be training with uh, force ghost Qui Gon on Tatooine. That's what he's doing the 20 years between the two movies is learning to be a force ghost because when Darth Vader cuts him down, he becomes a force ghost because he learned from Qui Gon. So you could bring him back too. It's super possible. I mean, you could, but should you? He should come up. Yes. Kenobi, this is it, scene one, Kenobi, right? Kenobi's sleeping in his hut in, like, Tatooine, and then, like, Qui-Gon pops in, Green Force goes, he's, like, his alarm clock, and he's like, yo, Darth Maul's coming, get your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> it started, we're we out here. I, I want that to be the fucking opening line of that movie. Get your pants on, Darth Maul's coming. Crimson, <sighs> Crimson, Crimson Doors coming. We need to stop. Door. <laughs> Crimson hearts. <laughs> oh my god, what am I gonna do with you fucking people? As long as Jar Jar Binks never comes back, I'll be okay. He's still around though, you know he doesn't die. Yeah, he's he's the secret Sith Lord, didn't you know? Fuck Jar Jar. Everyone actually thought that that was like, well, had a fan theory that that was actually Snoke. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, well. Thanks, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> I, I hope there's. Misa, there... miss you, Annie. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a Boba Fett movie, and I hope that they don't happen because I, I don't really care. I thought that was still happening, or is that in development in hell? I don't know. I heard rumors that it was happening. I, I don't know if that. Oh, was... no, I don't want that to happen. I don't That's want that to bullshit. happen either. He's boring as hell. I want Kenobi. I want him to, <laughs> to get his pants on and to fight Darth Maul again. And then. And then... Force goes Liam Neeson just just does he just throws down his lightsaber and he he shoots out Force goes pistol. No, nah, Force wielding. Force goes Liam Neeson pops up while they're fighting and he looks at Darth Maul. Remember me? 
my God. Is anyone writing this down to send into the studio? Guys, no? I'm, All telling right, you, I'm telling you, we gotta fucking write a movie. We should. I mean, basically, each of our podcast episodes is one extended writer's room. How many, stories how many times time. have we talked about stories for movies and they've actually happened? See, see, this is why the internet is, is good and as a force for good and evil. And for evil, all these corporations are listening to us and mining our ideas. And okay, it's like, aha, and they profit. Get I just it. sent an article to the group chat dated May 24, 2018. Star Wars Boba Fett movie in the works with James Mangold. Ugh. Anyway, so Lucasfilm. Wait, wait, wait. Lucasfilm right, is developing movies on a slew of characters, including drumroll, please, Obi Wan Kenobi. Better happen. Better happen. Better be real. What's the source? What's I don't need. Mean? I don't. I. It's in the. It's, it's in the group. Okay, good. All right. We're, I don't need no fucking. Uh, okay, Hollywood Reporter. If you're listening, I don't really give a shit if you are, or if you're not. But we don't need no fucking Boba Fett movie. Give me Obi Wan Kenobi any day of the week. Kenobi movie. Bring back Jake Lloyd. Made him play. Make him play Uncle Owen. <laughs> Give that man some work. He's literally only been in Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Random question: If you could have any solo or any standalone standalone movie, um, other than the ones I want a movie about Traitor because I love Traitor. Uh, I know he's dead, but I want Traitor and I want more scenes him fighting with that spinning electro staff. Because he's my favorite, and, he, and he's dead, um, he's gone. I would say a movie about Snoke. Like, I want to know more about his background. I would settle for a book about Snoke. I don't know if I'd want to watch a whole movie about that dude. I would settle for a comic book about Snoke. Because I'm not reading a fucking book. <laughs> well, you can get an audiobook. <laughs> yeah. Which you can we uh, should audible. To audible. We have a free trial. <laughs> Audibletrial.com slash Super Nerd Pals. Sign up today. Get a free get book. A free book. Get, Listen to uh, Star Wars Darth Plagueis. Learn about the the dude who trained um, Ian McDermott. Listen to the Thrawn trilogy. Listen to official movie tie-in novelizations. They're all there. Do you know that? You know how Darth Plagueis died? <laughs> From a plague? Did you know that he was alive during Phantom Menace, actually? No. Really? Yeah. No. Uh, well, I don't know if it's canon anymore because it's, now it's Legends, but he was supposed to be alive during Phantom Menace. And, and then after Phantom Menace... <laughs> Sidious kills him in his sleep. <laughs> oh, what? It, it, was, it was that? What? <laughs> yeah, that's, it. that's how it happened. He just kills him in his sleep. Rachel goes to bed and just kills him. The timing seems very off. And then and then brags about it to Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. Not like, what, 10 years later? Anyway. I would see a uh, Skywalker movie about Luke after uh, Return of the Jedi, but before basically so him being... watch him get bitter? Yeah, and then like try to kill his his nephew. <laughs> Actually, forget that. That's not a good movie. That's not great. <laughs> That's not a great movie. <laughs> what about a uh, Mace Windu? Still? Yes, Windu. Oh yeah, Windu. Yeah. He survived the end of Phantom Menace. Not Phantom Menace. He uh, sure he did. Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah. And then he got he, alive, he got ro- he he survived because he was so pissed at Sidious. So angry, it didn't kill him. And then he got like claws for hands. And he actually becomes Supreme Emperor Snoke. And there we go, we got our Snoke movie. Oh god. Oh, no. That would make me sad. Uh, I don't even know what what well, Windu would be doing. What would he do, be doing between those two movies if he survived? I mean he would probably give up on the Jedi Order. He would be going around space with Captain Marvel. There you go. <laughs> 
he would join the Guardians of the Galaxy. He find he yes. finds Earth. He decides to make a new team of heroes to yes. He gets to make up for the Jedi. The he gets he gets the Venom symbiote and becomes a part of Guardians. Windu Space Cop. <laughs> there you go. That's actually a really good title. Windu I want Space Cop. You know how you know how Coruscant is like the entire planet is a city and it's like super deep and there's like a thousand like levels in that city. Yeah. Right. So what if he fell all the way down to the bottom and then like could just never f manage to get out? So he's just like a cop. Like he just he gets new hands and becomes like a Jedi cop. And because Coruscant is so big and deep that they just never thought to look for him. What if on Coruscant he actually hit his head falling down and he has amnesia? And now he forgot that he was a Jedi completely and tries to live his life like a normal man. But, but like, by by accident, he would do, like, force pushes and all the weird stuff. And, and he's like, what the hell's happening? And then, what is happening to and me? And then he has a storyline, kind of like Liam Neeson in Taken. He starts a family, and then uh, his daughter gets kidnapped, and that's what awakens his force powers again. Or I was thinking, like... It's like, not today, motherfucker, be like, and ah, he goes out. I, I feel like it'd be, like, Memento. Like, maybe, like, he like he hits his head, and he can only sometimes remember it, so he's got a lot of Polaroids. It's like a Polaroid <laughs> of, like, Ian McDermott says, don't believe his lies, like, in Sharpie, like, on his coat, and he's just, like, trying to remember enough to get to the top. It's like a mix between Memento and, like, 51st Dates, like, every day. <laughs> Every, every day he's the same day for him. The day he fell down into Coruscant. You're all insane. <laughs> Ryan, we're, we're story breaking here. Oh my god. This is the Ryan, brainstorm. What's your, your film? That was fucking gold. I had to pick a standalone film. I don't know. I, I think my interest has um, uh, peaked a little with the other half of the Star Wars universe. Like watching... I think one of my favorite parts about Solo was watching the fledgling part of the Empire, like watching that happen mm -hmm. and seeing the very Hitler youth-esque video, like recruitment video that was there, which was like mm. super well done. I just want to see like how that side of it started, because now in Solo, we got to see the beginnings of the Resistance which we know the Jedi get involved with that and all that stuff. I want to see the other half of that. That's where I. Yeah, that was one I of the say. things I enjoyed the most. Is like just like it's like a like a World War One style battle. Yeah. Like in the trenches, it's like this is super gritty. I loved I it. Love like, it. so it, I want to see like, like, like the other half of that. There's That's this really there's this really cool. I just I just remembered it. It's called Star Wars Lost Stars. It's a manga that just came out it's a it's adapted by a novel by claudia gray it takes place in in the years between revenge of the sith and a new hope and it stars two two childhood friends who grow up and decide that they both want to be pilots but one becomes a rebel pilot and the other one joins the empire um so thane and sienna are the two main characters and they they enroll in the imperial imperial um academy together but one joins the rebellion so it's like they're best friends but they're on opposite sides of the war and it's really neat i totally watched a movie about lost stars just like, yeah that sounds dope. interesting Yo. and it's a it's a manga Yo, it just came out so y'all should probably read it awesome. this guy it's got anime darth vader on the back so you know it's good hell yeah that I'm always down for anime oh Darth Vader. Let's do it. Let's do it. And he looks just like regular Darth Vader. Yeah. But with kawaii eyes. It's and he's blushing for some reason. I don't understand. <laughs> and he says senpai all the time. He has a peace sign up. Kawaii. Yeah. 
That makes Palpatine yeah. sen senpai, and I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, there's there's a random cherry blossom tree in the Darth, Darth <laughs> Death Star's throne room. <laughs> it's always it's always leaking petals for some reason. It's all it's all. Grandma Tarkin's like in a tuxedo and he serves tea all day. I hate this. This is over. How? By, and so that's a review of Solo. <laughs> So on a different note entirely, only because <laughs> I was told to bring this up. Um, I just took a week off from work because my brain needed it, and I have to go back to work tomorrow. I'm so sad. Um, and I finished playing this game called The Last of Us, which, Shiny. by the way, it was it was fucking amazing. I can't wait for the second one. It was Ryan, did, fucking amazing. Did you shoot that woman at the end, or did you choose not to? Wait, what? No, there was no choice. Okay. <laughs> I almost got you. There is no, no there was no choice. Yeah, there's no Otherwise choice. I probably would have shot her in the head anyway. Dumb bitch. Um because <laughs> I remember her right. in the in the in the cutscene when when they come back to that and they were saying how like how she was like, Oh no, I won't I won't say anything, I won't come after you. I'm like, fuck yes you will if you're stupid enough to keep her alive. Yes she will. So Pop one right between the eyes. It was good. Um, but I remember that just that game was so amazing. And then I sat back and I was like, huh, now, now what do I play? And I looked up uh, a little like, mini list of games that I wanted to get myself. And Vampire was one of them. So I walked over to GameStop up here in my neighborhood and I bought it. Wait, is it called I Vampire fucking, or Vampire? Whatever the fuck it is. Why? Who cares how it's pronounced? Vampire is fucking vampire. Fucking vampire. Fucking vampire. This game is fucking amazing. It's a it's very dialogue heavy, and I will tell you that the combat scenes are kind of lackluster. Like they're nothing to write home about, but it's the powers you pick and the weapons you pick and what you do with them that sort of make it fun and engaging but i think my most favorite thing about this game so far is literally everything you do has a consequence that sounds so, like your uh your cole from infamous but with vampire powers let's let's be real right, cole, cole, which actual he ain't smart hold enough on, to have a conversation. Hold on. You, you get vampire powers in Festival of Blood. Which is good. Which is a good... Uh, good it was a good DLC. It was real good. Vampires. I just... I'm really... I'm really fucking enjoying this so far. I... But literally everything... Every decision you make impacts everything. And your goal is to make sure that the stability of the city doesn't get too low or else you're completely screwed. So you have to like theater the line of doctor and vampire and decide how much of an animal you actually want to be. So I was walking around Whitechapel as an example. I was walking around Whitechapel and this kid was just being a total prick to his drunko dad. And now he wanted to be part of a gang that's been running that section. And I decided, fuck this kid, and I killed him. And then the, when you go to sleep the next day and you wake up, it's like, you did this thing, and now it has severely impacted the neighborhood. So who you kill, like, literally everything that you do, even in conversation, everything has impact. So if you are having a conversation with someone and you pick one response over the other that dictates your relationship with them after that so 
I, I'm really enjoying it, I think, but there's just so much dialogue. If you don't like dialogue-heavy games, I would not suggest this well, for you. Well, it's, 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 or, it's really organic storytelling and world-building. And uh, I was reading an article by Polygon. There was this one, one of the writers, uh, he was playing the game, but on a pseudo-pacifist run. Like, he was killing, like, some minions and some hordes, some, some mini-bosses. But for a larger part, he didn't kill any citizens because oh, I found their stories like so rich and like interesting and once you once you kill a citizen you lose their storyline mm -hmm. so and the, the the game doesn't punish you for that apparently which is great i love i love that player feature. i would i would argue that if you're playing a vampire game to just run around and 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 fight people you're playing the wrong game like 90 yeah, percent of sure. being a vampire is like saying sexy stuff to people on the streets and like <laughs> manipulating them that way um, I mean, I, I like that I can make the decision whether or not I want to hypnotize somebody and they call it embracing them instead of killing them. Um, but instead of vampire, it's vampire wiping, shit. yeah, exactly. But instead of like wiping out the whole town, like I made the mistake of killing two people that I probably shouldn't have killed. Um, like I, I killed a, off a major boss and instead now it's his wife and now her now lover are now like running the docks for this gang. And I don't, I don't know anything about that, that one character because I decided to kill him. So I sort of like robbed myself of all of that. Well, the beauty with games like that is you can go back, play the story and it'll be a and whole new experience new for you. I know. And that's what and I'm really looking forward to. Once I finish this, I'll do it again. I think it's great it's because so I actually just got, uh, I just completed a storybook game, Detroit Become Human. And it's mm. almost almost the same exact thing. Like every choice you make impacts the way that the story plays out. And I got it when I got my wisdom teeth removed because I needed something to play for that weekend. And I was hooked on this game. I like put down God of War to play this game. I really, no, I know, I, I will say that I do highly recommend it. I'm, I'm just having like a lot of fun. I think my only problem is I'm still, having trouble like figuring out what i need for combat and what powers i want because i'm still trying to err on the side of not vampire rage monster and sort of more human-esque i mean usually the first run on these games are a trial and error thing yeah like you play through it you see what's like what's what and then when you play through it again, you kind of have an idea. So, but everything I like the I like the maps that come with everything. Everything just is like super easy. So on the map, you can see where all your little hideouts are, and that's where you can craft your weapons and upgrade them. You can only do that in your hideouts. So you have to like go back to one to do all of that. And the only thing you need to upgrade yourself as a vampire is to basically go to the bed and pick things about yourself that you want to upgrade. And then it goes to the following night and you basically raise yourself up a level. You just have to eat a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Can you raise up your own vampire coven? Like just have a bunch of minions and followers uh, and I, ages doing your bidding and stuff? Well, I haven't... Your nurses and your... You're, I don't know, people work at the hospital. Well, the guy that you're playing as is a fledgling like vampire. He doesn't quite understand what he is yet. And because he was 
a scientist. He was actually a specialist in blood transfusion, which is kind of funny because now he's a vampire. Um, so use it right into my mouth. Right. He's trying <laughs> to use science to sort of figure out how to reverse what's been done to him. While at the same time, he helps people. Spoiler, you can't. And, spoiler, you can't. You can't. I'm vampire, so tell you can't. Uh, Blade been trying to figure that out for like 20 years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I like that he can craft medicine so that he carries that around as a doctor. So if he's talking to a citizen, he can actually diagnose them. And if he has something on him that will help them, he gives it to them. And that helps stabilize your community. So even I could basically go on a killing rampage, make sure everyone's still everyone who's left is still healthy, and I think it would still be balanced. It just means that there's less uh, uh, less like guards to deal with, and you don't run to run into as many problems. You do everything. I'm really enjoying it so far. I can't wait to like run through all of this and then go back and do it completely differently and be a total rage monster. I just want to like I want to play through that once as just like eating everybody, just like everybody. I feel like gameplay won't last very long if you do that. Is it gonna, is it gonna give me like a game over if I like ate too much? Um, I just think. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's like vampire hunters that populate the game too. So I just met my first one and I'm only yeah, in chapter three. It's gonna say that you uh you died from gluttony. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just, um, I wouldn't recommend that. Okay. I, I just wouldn't recommend that. I feel like, I feel like you won't, uh, get to achieve all the stuff that you have to achieve if you eat all this. You lose out a lot of story, too. Yeah. Like, oh. All right, maybe a second playthrough, I'll eat everybody. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, but I want to, like, get through it and, like, I know that I'm coming up to a choice that I have to make, uh, with one of the characters. You can mm. either let him live or you can kill him, um... But the problem is, is if you kill him, it impacts the citizens that looked up to him and, and dealt with him. But if you let him survive, I'm trying not to give too much away. If you let him survive, then there's a whole other slew of problems that comes with that too. So you're sort of at this, it's really up is, to you. Is there like a vampire, not, oh God, like a, bio, a biological tree, like for example, um, like the World of Darkness RPG, like uh, Vampire the Masquerade, they have like a whole series of classes of vampires. Classes of vampires in this. Yeah, so like one of them's like they're like more like lichens, so they can communicate, they can transform to animals. That's their main thing. And there's like the the flesh, the fleshies, where like they can like rip off other people's faces and they they can put them on their own and wear other people's faces and, and like do like flesh grafting and stuff. Like, is there something like that? And <laughs> <laughs> like not, not specifically that but like various uh well yeah yeah kind types. of they and one of the citizens that you meet actually sort of helps you break it down um there there are different classifications within this world which i just sort of got introduced to so and he just and my main character just met his maker in so many words and it was something straight out of the Hannibal TV series. I was like, Hannibal, is that you? Like, what is happening? <laughs> because of the way they presented him. But it's the the world itself. I mean, the coloring for all of this is stunning. The fucking soundtrack I could listen to for hours, no matter where you are. I just, there is so much I love about this game. But if you don't like 
dialogue heavy games because you have to pay attention to what the characters are saying so you know how to answer and you know like what decisions to make if you don't like dialogue heavy games don't play this it's you won't like it right have you ever played life is strange no have you heard considering of it? considering the fact that this is the second game i've ever played on a ps4 okay same developers same people made life is strange um it's good all right, I'll put that on my list. <laughs> and they announced DLC for it at the Xbox. Basically, basically, you are you you're a high school uh, girl who moves into this Twin Peaks style town, and she finds out yes. she has time rewind powers, and she uses it to save the life of of her girlfriend, basically, oh, cool. and, it, and and it turns everything in town crazy. Like oh, I would, I would do butterfly that. effect shit, and and it's it's real, it's real awesome. There's a serial killer loose in town, and it's it's cool. Oh, that sounds right at my alley. <laughs> yeah, you should you should check it out. I do have a bone to pick with PlayStation for a second. There's a game that I want to fucking play so bad, but I am not buying fucking Sony PlayStation VR just to play this one game. What, Why the what fuck? game is it, Ryan? Impatient. Why the fuck oh. would you not make it for Ryan, PS4? Ryan, I have a PSVR and I also have Impatient. Okay. That <laughs> shit looks terrifying. And I want to play it so bad, even though I know it's going to be bad for my health. I like, I want to play it so bad. You should play, you should play so that bad. and you should play Resident Evil in VR, Ryan. It'll... it'll... I feel oh, like I should have nothing... I feel like if I do that, I should have nothing in my system. Like, at all? Yes, yes, prepare yourself. I feel like I should have nothing in myself because I don't want to, like, pee on the floor because I feel like that might happen if we do that. I, I will say... Super Pals reunion, we're all going back to stands and we're going to go play Resident Evil and Impatient on VR and shit yeah. ourselves. And, and get real sick, yeah. We should do that for Comic-Con. It's fun. That'd be fun. I'm That'd down! Be fun. Let's do it! Chris That's will be time. in town, yeah. so let's do it! Maybe I'll bring Wait, the are VR there, to Are there Christie's. any horror... Yes. Are there any horror multiplayer VR games? Because I also have a PSVR headset, so we should. <laughs> I don't I know, but I do have Star Trek. Yeah. That's multiplayer. Oh, that yeah. There's that. We'll just we'll just patch in a mod like you know amp, like the Necro or Xenomorphs invade our Star Trek. There you go. Oh my God, this is so exciting. <laughs> I will I will say that Impatience more like a psychological horror compared to Resident Evil, which is more like overt, gonna kill you. So you're not all right. Never mind. There, there's some dangerous shit going on in Impatient. I haven't, I haven't finished I know, it yet, but there is. I saw the trailer and I was like, I need this game. Also, Why Ryan, is it only on VR? Your your other recommendation is Until Dawn. That's by the same people who made Impatient, but you don't need a PSVR to play it, and it's on the PS4. And it's yeah, we it's okay. Super... Wait, let me see. Let me see what I have on my list. We have a very storied history with Until Dawn on the. The until dawn is wrong. And then until dawn also has a VR game. I think it's like circus. Is like a circus, circus game. Blood. I don't need circus no VR shit. Blood. I don't have a VR. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, until dawn's a really good. I'm surprised you never heard of it because it's like playing a horror movie, and depending on your choices, like different characters die off and stuff, and they stay dead <laughs> for the rest of the game. So and I do have. I do have um, We Happy Few on my list as well. Oh, yeah, that, that gets the full release at the end of August. That was yeah. part of the... And then Tom recommended Soma to me, which I thought was <gasps> I really love good. Soma. Soma is so good. <laughs> yeah. You should play it. It's, okay. it's One game yes. at a fucking time. I don't need to have... I mean, I have a problem already, but I don't you even get until, a problem. It's very... I highly recommend Until Dawn, especially for you. 
All right, I'm going to add it to my list of PS4 games. Here we go. What else do I have? I have Outlast, Soma, We Happy Few, Vampire, Reborn, and Call of Cthulhu. I have that on my list. Yes, I I want to I want to play it when it comes out cuz there's a PS4. There's a new one that's supposed to come out at some point. Okay. Um, so. it's not out yet, but Scorn is coming out. Oh my god, Scorn looks Scorn is like every HR Geiger painting come to life and it's just soul full of body horror and it's I love it. Oh. Also okay. also Alien I how I feel about body horror, Chris. It's so good though. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Ryan, there's so many good horror games on the PS4 that you can get. Yeah, but I just don't... Speaking of horror games, we should all get together and play Friday the 13th. And... No, we should not. But... No, 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 no. I will uh... tell you why. I will tell you why. I bought that game, and it's a piece oh. of shit. Oh. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I haven't played it yet. It's a piece of... Don't play it. It's a it's, piece of shit. It's not that bad. It's awful. <laughs> and I only want to play as Jason because I only want to kill people, and it's not even that satisfying. It's awful if, you, if you're if you playing with a shitty bunch of people. Play with your friends. So yeah, when you, when you play with friends, it's really fun. I heard that if you, like, talk to people instead of killing them, you can, like, it, may, it changes the way the game plays when you play as Jason. Like, it, it brings balance to the, <laughs> to the summer camp. And you only need to kill some of them. Uh, yeah, no. The other ones you help, you like help them get a job or something after the summer game is over. <laughs> you help them move. You help, help move with their taxes. Yeah, you, help, you help them move out of the summer, summer camp at the end of August and, and you like set them up with their resume and you like. You, you become a sponsor of one of them that's an alcoholic. Uh, yeah, and you okay. like you conduct like mock interviews to help them get their next job. And, <laughs> oh my God. And then you. Care, become a character reference. Yeah. yeah. And then half of them you murder violently, but the other half you're like, all right, like yeah, you gotta be really careful of who you kill because maybe they had a more glowing character reference for you than the other person, and now you're stuck. Yeah, because because really, like, Jason's trying to get paid too, right? Like he <laughs> came crystal like aim rent free. Right? Yeah. I mean, those property taxes—they're up there. Yeah, I forget about that, man. Exactly. You think those summer camp kids—they they pay taxes or anything? They don't pay rent. They don't pay nothing. You gotta pay them. That's the problem. That's why Jason's trying to help them get them out of there. They don't stick around. The ones that he kills becomes ghosts, and now now that they're there forever, he can't do anything about them. That's why you only kill some of them. And that's what. <laughs> and that's why they erected a statue of Jason underneath in, in the lake, because he was their secret patron. <laughs> the patron of getting new jobs. Great game. Yes. Right, it's like what's happening. I mean, I'm and just confident. make sure you just make sure you remember to add Jason Voorhees on LinkedIn because otherwise, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I want you guys to know. I think you can bring any situation to this group, and we will come up with some crazy ass elaborate story. Do, do, do you think Jason runs uh, runs uh, their ZipRecruiter account? You know, just, you know, he, he he handles all the hiring stuff. He actually on the side, he's a door to door knife salesman. Oh and, man, that, that and he his his uh, he'll like show a butcher knife and he'll be like, yeah, this is really good. It goes through the skull very very yeah, quickly. Doesn't, doesn't and, Jason, oh, why why go door to door? We're gonna have his own like home shopping. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say, Chris. On, on, like, host, at, like three o'clock in the morning. Doesn't he <laughs> host live knife live? Um, sorry, live knives on Saturday on, night on, Saturday on night QVC night. Friday nights. Green Yeah. I mean, 
Hey, yeah, but for the you know the people that can't catch QVC and don't have the time, you know, he has to go to them door to door like a Jehovah Witness. Because <laughs> he's a personable motherfucker, and he's like, he just goes door to door because he he's a man of the people. <laughs> and he needs that cardio. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's like cardio. He's got to stay in shape. <laughs> This is dumb. Well, anyway, <laughs> Ryan, thank you for your review of Vampire. I can't wait to hear more about it. I will eventually get around to playing it soon. Yeah, I just yeah, that was that's the case in point. I'm glad it's good because it was it looked very interesting to me, but it doesn't get enough press. I think there's not enough people talking about it, especially now that E3 is happening. People are crazy about that. So thanks. Oh, yeah, thanks, Ryan, and yay for PlayStation fam. I love it. <sighs> I guess we're done, right? What a show! What a show! It's been interesting. We covered a lot. It, this is great. But yeah, this was uh, episode 146 of the Super Nerd Pals podcast. Jason's and... professional network. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> uh, the number one podcast for all your story writer's room needs. So if you need, if you need an idea, just hit it up. Hit us up uh, at our Twitter, at Super Nerd Pals, or our Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash Super Nerd Pals. Uh, you can shoot us the emails at pals at uh, supernerdpals.com. And uh, as always, uh, our main bread and butter is this show. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any po- anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, so it's really easy. We also post the RSS, RSS feed to our show notes. Um, if you didn't know by now, we are a official podcast network. So um, just last uh, or just this past Wednesday, Ryan, or I'm sorry, ooh. Uh, Stan posted a new episode. Oh my God! Wow, Zach. He's <laughs> Zach here. posted a new episode. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Zach, uh, aka Standpoint Two, uh, Stan Two Point Oh. Yeah, he posted a new episode of Chaos. So uh, check it out. It's really great. He has on Kyle Miller as a guest, and w- Ryan and I do a horror movie podcast called Left for Dread. Uh, we post and we just released an episode about Revenge. Revenge, which is this fantastic horror movie about a pregnant mother going on a killing spree, urge, being urged by her unborn fetus, uh, talking to her in sadistic tones. It's great. You should watch it. It's a black comedy. It's amazing. It. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so check that out. Uh, you can find uh, that podcast on soundcloud.com slash left for dread pod. You can find it on iTunes. And you can find us on Twitter at Left for Dread Pod. And, and everything is linked on the Super Nerd Pals website. And you can get to the Super Nerd Pals website by going to supernerdpals.com or the cooler one, the cooler URL that I just made, nerdpals.network. Hell yeah. Yup. Yep. Till then, enjoy. Enjoy E3. Enjoy any games you're playing. Like maybe you are also playing Vampire. Maybe you're playing something else. Let us know. Let us know what your favorite part of E3 is and your most hyped thing. Hell yeah. Uh, The Bethesda press conference is happening later tonight. And next week we'll we'll have our wrap-up thoughts about it. And the next episode of Chaos, whether that's a full episode or a bonus episode, we'll be covering the Square Enix conference. So go and listen to that when that's up. Yeah. Don't don't join Crimson October. Don't do it. They're they're bad people. (laughs) That's all I got. Join Christmas Sky. They're they're much better. They're family friendly. Crimson Link has has good benefits. I heard I heard that was Jason's old uh, business, and then he moved on to Crystal Lake. Um, yeah. Crimson Door like, was like, like Jason any good was, capitalist. Uh, he sold it. A carpenter, and you know, he made doors. Doors. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
He's a real journeyman, that that Jason Voorhees. He's a man of many traits. That's why you need the. That's why you got to add him on LinkedIn. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right now. We're done. <laughs> that's the episode, thank, right? We're done. Thank you guys yeah. for listening. Thanks for listening. Ryan, why don't you play with us more?